0: Darker Projects in association with infected books presents David Moody's vision of apocalyptic horror, Autumn. Audio production written and directed by Paul Mannering. Post-production by Matt McLaren. Original music by Devin Anderson. Based on the book Autumn by David Moody. Autumn Part 5.
1: Get the door open! Quick! Just throw the stuff inside!
2: We can sort it out later! Come on,
3: help! Get a bloody move on! Christ,
2: look at them! They're going through the trees!
3: Get upstairs and get out of sight until they're gone.
2: I can only see about 20 of them from up here. It looked like there were more.
1: Not as many as I thought. 20 too many.
2: Is it safe to stay here?
1: Might
3: be safe anywhere.
1: What are we going to do? What the hell are we going to do?
3: <sighs> They've gone for now. They're weak. They don't have any strength, but there are potentially thousands of them out there, and we need to keep them away from us.
1: I thought you said we'd be okay here. I thought you said no one would find us.
3: That was before they could hear us.
2: Think about it, Carl. There's nothing else happening out there. There's no one else left to make any noise. There's nothing else to distract them. They'll just keep coming. <sighs>
1: oh, bloody hell. Look,
3: let's just try and keep our heads here and not panic. All we need to do is put something in their way. We don't have to build brick walls or anything like that. This is a farm, for Christ's sake. We can use machinery, or whatever else we can find.
2: The back garden is already fenced in. And what about the stream? The stream runs down one side of the house. That's enough to stop them on its own. All we need to do is build a gate across the bridge.
3: We just need a couple of fence posts. We could use a door from one of the barns around the side.
2: You're living in a
1: bloody dream world. Both of you. You'll never do it. And the noise you make building your bloody fence will bring hundreds more of them here. It's never going to work.
3: It'll give us some time though, won't it? Emma, you study biology. How long does it take a body to rot down to just bones?
2: not sure. I guess around six months. But it depends on the temperature and the conditions. Six months? Bloody hell. You
1: want to stay banged up in here for six months? Have you got any idea how many of them would have dragged themselves up here by then? There'll be thousands of them! Carl,
3: will you shut up? You're not helping! We all know we're in a bloody mess, but... But
1: what? What are you going to do about it? Got any more great ideas?
2: Holy hell, how long have you been out here?
3: (sighs) A couple of hours.
2: But what about... Distracted them. What, how? Listen. What have you done?
3: Remember that stereo that was on the worktop in the kitchen? I walked down the track first thing and left it playing by the road.
2: You walked down the track on your own? Christ, didn't you think to wake one of us up?
3: I figured that if I took my time I wouldn't make that much noise and they probably wouldn't hear me. Their eyesight can't be too good. It was was still dark when I got up, so they couldn't see me either.
2: Hell of a chance to take
3: suppose. Anyway, it's given me a chance to move this junk into place. It's a good start.
2: Is there a plan to do of this?
3: Sort of. Just thought I'd get something across here to stop them getting through. Once we've got a basic barrier in place, we can start building it up and making it stronger.
2: Anything I can do to help?
3: Oh, yes please. Could have done with you a couple of hours ago.
2: You should have woken me up. What about the bridge?
3: I'm going to take the doors off that shed over there. Yeah, That should be enough. Well, the barrier is working so far.
1: What day is it today? Tuesday. I'm losing track. can't remember.
2: It isn't Tuesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. It's Wednesday today.
3: I've lost track. Days don't seem to matter anymore, do they? All seem the same to me. I used to hate Mondays and Tuesdays. And and now
1: you just hate every day.
3: No, I was just going to say that all the days feel the same now. Monday feels the same as Friday and the weekend is the same as the week.
2: I'm sure it's Wednesday.
3: Okay, so Wednesday night, what would you two have been up to on a Wednesday night?
2: Studying or drinking or both.
1: Drinking midweek?
2: I drink any night.
1: What about you, Carl? I was usually on call. Couldn't drink in the week. I'd make up for it in the weekend, though. Were you a pub or a club, man? Pub.
2: Did you drink with friends, or...?
1: Sarah and me used to walk down to the local on a Saturday afternoon and meet up with friends. Which day for a few hours. There were always plenty of kids Gemma's age there. They had a play area, and she had her friends, and... They used to...
2: Sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. I wasn't thinking.
3: Why shouldn't you have said anything? What? Why are you apologising, and why don't you want to talk about it, Carl?
2: I don't want to
1: talk about it because it hurts too bloody much. (laughs) You don't know how it feels. How do you know? (laughs) We've all lost people. You didn't lose a child. (laughs) You don't know how that feels. You couldn't know. (laughs)
2: I'd give anything to back and let's again stupid, isn't it? For I used to do all that I could to avoid going, now I just I just
1: can't imagine what this feels like This is killing me Every morning I wish that it was over and I was dead Every single day the pain is worse than the last I still can't believe they're gone.
3: It'll get easier. It has to
1: Will it? Not after a fact, do you? (laughs) For Christ's sake. I'm sitting here hundreds of miles from home and... (laughs) There's
2: nothing you could do, even if you were back there. And my little girl
1: might be walking around like one of those bloody things out there. I can't... I stand the thought of her being alone like that. You should just. You should just shut up. You should just stop trying to tell me how it is and how it's going to be. Just leave me alone. There's nothing anyone can say or do to make this any better.
3: Really screwed up there, didn't I? Yeah. I just think he's got to talk, that's all. We've got to deal with what's happened so that we can. Mike,
2: shut up. You're too hard on him. He needs time. Sorry. So, have you dealt with everything?
3: No. Don't know where to start. Me neither. Next time we're out, we need to think about getting another vehicle.
2: Makes sense.
3: We should go for something less refined, something more rugged and practical. We need to be able to get across fields if we need to, go off-road.
2: Can't see us having to leave here much. I need to get food or... You never
3: know, do you? Bloody hell, anything could happen. The only thing we can be certain of is the fact that we can't be sure of anything anymore. (laughs) Silly bugger. You are right, though. If we're sensible, we wouldn't have to leave here. We could grow food and build a proper fence and...
2: Lights fading. Better get inside soon. Doesn't
3: make much difference. They can't get in here in the daylight or the dark, can they?
2: Probably not. But I don't like being out here when I can't see them. Where's Carl? Where do you think he is? In his bloody bedroom. That's where he always is these days. I hardly seen him today. He spent all his time sitting in the window with a pair of binoculars. Christ alone knows what he's looking at.
3: Think he's all right?
2: No, do you?
3: No. Give him time and he'll start getting over the grief and the loss.
2: Are you sure? You don't sound convinced.
3: I don't know. I really don't. Wind's picking up. Looks like rain. Might start the generator up for a while tonight. What's the matter? Emma? Shh.
2: What is it? I thought I heard something.
1: Probably just a film.
2: No, I heard something outside. I'm sure I did.
1: Hey, I was watching that. For
2: God's sake, shut up.
3: Hundreds of them. Bloody hundreds of them. Why? Oh, the generator. Even over the weather, they must have heard the generator. Christ. And lights. We've had lights on tonight, haven't we? And there's been smoke from the fire.
2: Why so many of them?
3: I've said this before. The world is dead. It's silent and it's dark, and apart from us, there's not a lot else left to distract them. Look at them in the trees. They're probably following each other. One sees another one move, and then it follows, and another follows that one, and another and another. What's going on? Bodies. Hundreds of bodies. What do they want?
2: They won't get through, will they? Don't know. They haven't got any strength, have they?
3: On their own, they're nothing. But there are hundreds of them here tonight. I've got no idea what they're capable of in these numbers. So what are we got to do? The generator!
2: What was that? What time is it, Michael? Are you there? Michael! 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 Cole! Where are you? What are you doing? Nothing. Doesn't look like nothing to me. Want a coffee?
1: No. No thanks.
2: Look Carl, what exactly are you doing? And please don't tell me it's nothing. It's bloody obvious that it's not. Where are you planning to go? Where are you going to go? Dunno. Oh, come on. Do you expect me to believe that?
1: Believe what you want. Doesn't matter to me.
2: You can't leave here. It's too dangerous. Bloody hell you saw how many of those things managed to get here last night. Do you really think And that's that's the
1: problem, isn't it? I saw exactly how many bodies were here last night. Too bloody many of them. It's not safe to stay here anymore.
2: It's not safe anywhere these days. Face it, Carl. This place is as good as you're going to get.
1: No, it isn't. We're out on a limb here. We're too isolated. There's nowhere to run. If that fence comes down, we're completely buggered.
2: But can't you see that we can get over that? When they're here in large numbers, we just shut up and sit tight until they disappear. And is that what you
1: want? Are you happy to just sit and hide for hours every time those
2: bloody things get close? They're getting stronger every day. There are more of them every day. Of course this isn't ideal what's the alternative?
1: The alternative is to go back home. I know Northwich like the back of my hand and I know that there are other survivors there. I think I'll have more of a chance back in the city. It was a mistake coming out here. Are
2: you stupid? Do you know the risks you'll be taking?
1: Look, Emma, I'm going. If you haven't got anything constructive to say about it, then do me a favour and don't say anything at all.
2: But have you really thought this through? Do you really believe you're doing the right thing?
1: There's safety in numbers. More survivors has to equal more of a chance in my book. You're wrong. Leaving here would be a bloody stupid thing to do.
2: Jesus, Michael, stop creeping about.
1: Staying here would be a bloody stupid thing to do.
3: Convince me. Just how much have you thought about this?
1: This isn't just something I've decided on a whim, if that's what you mean.
3: So what's your plan?
1: Get back in Northwich and then get to the community centre. See who's still there. Then... And find somewhere secure to base myself.
2: But you've just been telling me you don't want to lock yourself away here. Why drive halfway across the country just to do it somewhere else?
1: There's a council depot between a community centre and where I used to live. Once I get in there, I'm safe. There's a bloody ten-foot wall around the place and there are trucks and things inside.
3: So how do you get in? I'll get in. And what if there's no one at the community centre? What if they've moved on?
1: I'll keep going to the depot on my own.
3: So when were you thinking of going?
1: We're gonna to have to go out for supplies at some point in the next few days. Thought I'd try and get myself some transport while we're away from the house. And I'll take it from there.
3: We could go and get supplies today.
2: What the hell are you doing? Are you going too? Do you want him to leave?
3: Seems to me you're going to go whatever we say. I'd go now if I could. Then it doesn't seem to be any point in either of us wasting our breath trying to convince you you're making a mistake.
1: I don't think I am. You are right though. You'd be wasting your time.
3: And if we try and stop you leaving, we'd probably end up beating the crap out of each other. And you'll probably still walk, right? You're right. So we don't have a lot of choice.
2: But Mike, he'll end up dead. He won't last five minutes out there.
3: That's not our problem. Our priority now is keeping ourselves safe. And if that means that Carl leaves, then Carl leaves. We'll send him on his way today. Who knows, if things don't work out there he might end up back here with the rest of the survivors from Northwich following him.
2: He's an idiot. He's going to get himself killed.
3: Into the back of the van, cover up, and keep quiet. We'll wait till we go away.
1: This is a mistake. How long are we supposed to stay here like this for?
3: Five minutes. I'll sort it.
1: Right. Go quietly. Look at them. Dumb bloody things. It's
3: certainly got their attention. Anything else you want from the store?
2: No, I think we're set. Yeah. Where are you going?
3: I think we need another transport just in case anything happens to this one. You drive the van and I'll find something else, okay? Don't start the engine until I give you the signal.
2: Okay. Where's Carl gone?
3: Up there. I'll tell him we're leaving. Carl. I'm going for that Land Rover up there. Emma's taking the van back. She won't start the engine until I give the signal.
1: Just as soon as I can get this guy's helmet off, I'm taking this motorbike. Come on! Come on! Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: There's a bunch of them coming.
2: You're okay? I'm alright. You? Yeah. You're really going to do this, aren't you? Look, I know you've said that you're sure about this, but... I don't want to hear this! You don't know what I was going to say. I can guess. Are you sure about what you're doing?
1: As sure as I can be about anything at the moment.
2: But you're taking such a chance, you don't have to leave, we could stay here for a while longer, then maybe three of us can get back together.
1: I've gotta leave. It's not just about surviving anymore. I need to go back. I don't want to be here.
2: I'm worried about you, that's all. Do you realise that if things go wrong out there, you'll be completely on your own? Yes. And you're willing to take that chance?
1: Yes.
3: I promised Emma I'd try and talk you out of going.
1: You're wasting your time, so don't bother.
3: I know. Why don't you just wait until the morning? No sense going out there tonight, is there? Things might look different tomorrow.
1: That's what scares me.
3: I don't think you thought this through.
1: Oh, don't you start.
3: I think you're confused. I think we all are. I think we've had more to deal with this last couple of weeks than any of us can cope with. We just need to... I
1: know exactly what I'm doing, Michael. The fact is, I don't feel safe here. That excuse for a fence... That
3: excuse for a fence kept hundreds of those bloody things away from the house last night.
1: I know, but there are millions of them out there. Eventually they're going to get through. I don't agree. I'll come back next year and see how you're doing
3: then, shall I? Okay, so we're not as safe as we thought here, but we've done okay so far, haven't we?
1: Better than I thought we would. So why leave now? You're going to get yourself ripped to pieces out there. I just want to go back to somewhere I know. If I'm going to spend the rest of my days hiding from those things, I want to be somewhere I know well. I just want to go home. But think about the risks. Think about the bodies lying
3: rotting in the streets. Think about the germs and the disease.
1: I used to be a mechanic. I don't know anything about germs and disease. If that's how I'm going to go, then that's how I'm going to go, and there's nothing I can do about it. Okay,
3: but just do me a favor, will you? Sleep on it. Give it a couple more days and think about it.
1: Mike, all I've done is think recently. The odds are stacked against us. Like you said, if the bodies don't get us, the germs will. Carl, don't talk like that. Don't resign yourself to... I'm going home. That's all. I'm not going to spend the time I have left running and hiding.
3: Last time I ask, you sure about this? Okay, as soon as I open the gate, you go, all right. Once you're across, I'm shutting it and locking it and you're on your own, understand?
1: Okay, see you, mate.
0: Autumn featured the voice talents of David Alt as Michael Collins, Rebecca McCarthy as Emma Mitchell, Mark Kalita as Carl Henshaw, Shane Harris as the narrator, Ellie Hirschman as Philip Evans, Clem Angus as Stuart Jeffries, Steve Anderson as Garner, Colin Snow as Ralph, Fiona Kahn as the teacher, Zach Fester as the boy, Miles Reed as Jack Bynum, Joan Hovey as Sandra, and Laura Post as Jenny and Kate. Autumn was presented by Darker Projects Productions at www.darkerprojects.com in association with David Moody and Infected Books. www.infectedbooks.co.uk